Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Charlotte. Um, I'm so glad you came today, and um, it's just good to have you here, so enjoy this next episode. So, guys, um, I want to talk about this subject. I'm a part of the Little Marriage Club, and um, someone called in or wrote in, (laughs) I don't think people do calls anymore, Um, but be on the lookout for some lives that I plan to do where we can just have some Q&As, you ask me questions, and I try my best to answer them live, so I think that'll be pretty fun. I'll probably try to do the first one that's coming up um, this month, so be on the lookout for that. But anyhow, in this marriage club, um, I'm just going to go ahead and read the post um basically my fiance and I are about to be getting married but his mom's um finds her way to disconnect us and she goes on and said basically he got some money he was too busy with his mom to even let her know about the money um and she had gifted the mom with something the mother never said anything about the gift and the son had to call and say hey did you get it and of course, he answered her call, um, and then she ends with, um, she picked up his call, and they had a conversation, but when I called, I was told that a call back. She called five minutes later and was acting so happy that she got her mask, but it's been two hours. Um, I'm just over it, and I need advice. I'm good with criticism. Is it me? Is it him? Is it her? I know I need to talk to her already, but am I the only one going through this? I'm sure I'm not mother-in-law issues. Um, you know, I'm going to say this is, this is a tough one. Uh, I often hear about people having problems with their mother-in-laws or their in-laws. And usually it's always the women. Um, uh, maybe in a girl's case, it could be the father. I don't know. Cause I've never been in that situation and I'm a female, And so, um, you know, and I've been married, I would say that I had any real troubles with my in-laws. But I will say that in getting married, what I found, and I'm still growing, but I think that it's just in growing up, you have to put boundaries in place with everyone. And it's really, really tough. And Um, people don't understand that. And so like, I've been reading through some of the comments and one person said, I've been dealing with my mother uh, with a mother-in-law like this for 20 years. Um, and personally, I think you worrying about the wrong things and get in your closet, talk to the heavenly father about his and her behavior. Be still and know that God is God. So as you can see, the advice is all over. You have one person saying, Um, you know, they're still dealing with this after 20 years. They have another person saying, um, you know, basically you need to worry about you and him, not her. Um, you have another person saying, you know, pray to God about it. (sighs) Now I got all of these same type of answers. Um, you know, just uh, asking basically marital advice, you know, what do I do when I'm mad? You get the pray about it. You get the man, if he did this to you, then you do that to him or, um, you know, or is the, what did you do? Now, look, 
I've been married. Let me see. Actually, um, tomorrow will be 16 years married. Um, 20, 21 years together. And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. All of this is a growing process. Um, me personally, I have a pretty tough mother. <laughs> so my husband's been through it. Um, and his parents, I, I mean, they're okay. Uh, I think that each household, you have to remember that each person is coming out over, out of their own household and dynamics. And, um, I mean, I don't know what it's like for fathers, but I think mothers maybe feel like they have a special place um, in their son's life. All of them are different in how they uh, go about it, but I think, you know, they feel like they have a special place. And um, a lot of people, uh, parents can't let go and it's not just parents it's friends it's uh uh you know brothers cousins uh you know there's just an attachment to that person and so when a husband or a wife comes into play it's really really difficult to um balance it out um so my number one thing is this if there is an issue with you and your in-laws or you and your significant others, friends, or you and your significant others, uh, anyone in their family that they have a close relationship with, um, or that person may think that they have a close relationship with your spouse, then they need to handle that. It's going to be up to them to shut some things down. So, example... If, you know, you do have a mother-in-law or a father-in-law and, you know, they're coming over all times of the day or um, they're calling all times of the day or they feel like, oh, um, on Sundays it should be me and my son or me and my daughter um, and you guys have plans or they expect you to change your plans in order to fit them in, it is up to first your husband or wife to establish this is my man or this is my woman. Um, he or she is coming first and in this relationship. And it's not to belittle or disrespect your mother or your father or their mother or father, but it's to set the standard of, look, I'm married now. I no longer live under your roof. This is my husband. This is my wife. And we are becoming one. Um, that's going to be number one thing. Because if your husband or your wife is just standing by allowing um, your father-in-law or mother-in-law or cousin or um, best friend to talk to you in a certain manner or to have a certain behavior... They're basically co-signing like, it's cool, it's cool, and it's not. So they're going to have to step up. And I think as a husband or a wife, whoever's listening to this, 
it takes time. It's not easy. I mean, <laughs> you know, I know it wasn't easy for me. Like, you know, it's like your, it's your mom, especially if you get married young, like I did. I was 18. You know, my husband was 20, turned 21. You know, it's like, especially, you know, we're, we're in a black household or if you're in a strict household, it's like, you can be talking back to your mama. You can't talk back to your dad. So, <laughs> so um, like, do not talk to my husband like that. It's like I'm a kid and it's, it's very difficult. And I think if you have a domineering parent and or your spouse has a domineering parent, it's not as simple as uh, tell them not to talk to me like that. No, it takes time. Um, you know, they want to make sure that they're still secure in their relationship with their mother or their father. Um, and so, you know, give them that time to set that boundary and also um, get and make sure that, you know, that they know, like, it's bothering me and, you know, let's handle this. Um, number two is you have to set a boundary, too. Um, I, there came a point where that I was grown too, <laughs> you know, if there's going to come a point where you realize, especially if you're, um, if you are a person that's gotten married pretty young, um, or you may just be in that mentality of your parent is the head of your life. Um, you will have to grow up and realize that you are an adult, you deserve respect, your husband or your wife has chosen you to, you know, be their partner and everything, to have their back and everything, to be the person to hold their secrets, to be the person to hold their trust and their love, um, be there when they're broken. And um, it's just like when you become a parent, you can't allow someone to dictate what goes on with your child just because they're older than you or they have more experience than you that is your child so you are running that 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 household that relationship and that's the same thing when you get married you are stepping into I'm the wife and I'm running things and if you want to be allowed in this you know in this relationship in this situation then you have to have respect for me. So number one, yes, your spouse has to stand up for you to your in-laws, to, you know, his or her best friends or, you know, close family or siblings. But you also have to stand up for yourself and say, I'm an adult. I deserve respect. I'm going to be running this household over here. And so this is the way that I expect things to be handled or said or done. Now, that's not to say that anyone's going to actually respect you because there's still going to be people that's going to do what they want to do, but they know that you're not going to just be stepped all over. Um, the third thing um, is to definitely make sure that um, in a situation, maybe if you're a, a husband um, or a wife and your parent or your family's constantly talking down to about your spouse to you, and you are in agreement with the things that they're talking about. Oh, um, he don't have a job. Oh, 
he wouldn't be a good father or she's not a good mother. She doesn't know how she can't get a job or, you know, she needs to add something to if if it's all that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, man, I wish he knew how to take care of kids or I wish he knew how to how to change a tire. Like what's wrong with him when you're out there (laughs) with your in-laws, with your uh, family, with your friends and you're bashing your husband or wife? You're giving them permission to go in and say something about them like that. You know, they feel like you don't have any respect for him or her. So why should we have respect for, you know, your husband or your wife? So the third thing is making sure that each of you do not co-sign or back up um, or add fuel to the fire of how someone sees your husband or wife. Um, it's important that you lift them up. If someone is saying, man, I bet he doesn't help with the kids. You say, no, he, you know, he's getting better. or He's working on it. Um, you know, we're, we're getting through things. This is normal. And then what that does is flip the script on how they're looking at him. They know that, oh, I can't enter that way. And then, you know, they might come up with, ooh, Bet he ain't working, man, leaving all everything on you, making sure that you are not encouraging people to disrespect your husband or your wife um, through the conversation you're having with them is extremely important. And when when you look at those three things, one is, you know, talking with your spouse and having your spouse stand up for you is going to be the first step. Second step is you standing up for yourself. Um, And then the third step is you guys making sure that you're not talking about one another and, uh, you know, adding fuel to the fire of what people are thinking. Remember that in in your relationship, in any relationship, um, people make up assumptions. Sometimes people are jealous of what you have, but they'll say, oh, goodness, I would never take that. That might be the same person that ends up with your wife, you know. They probably think about how they can clean her up, about how she just needs a little bit of attention or a little bit of time. Same thing with your husband. You, that same friend that was telling you he's no good. Um, he has that little video job. That's where he works at. She is wishing that she can be there reaping the benefits of that little old job and wishing that he was coming home to her to sleep in the bed next to her because that's what people do. People want what you have, but they will bash the situation you're in um, to make you feel like you're beneath them. Sometimes, you know, the situation is, you know, a little shaky. And it's something to work through. In marriage, you have to work through situations. Like, it's not easy. It's not something that is just going to all come together. Um, When I was becoming a life coach, I had taken a class. And um, what I really liked about this class is they were talking about, basically, um, as a husband and wife, you guys are coming from different teams, You know, I'm coming from the red team and he's coming from the blue team. And so when you come from different teams, when you get together, you're creating your own team. 
and we're becoming the purple team. And so when you're becoming, um, so if I'm on the red team and he's on the blue team and together we're going to make the purple team, we have our own plays. We have our own rules. We have our own um, um, signals. And when you get a new teammate, you have to learn their plays, their rules, and their signals. If you just go based on, well, this is how we did it on my red team, and then he goes by, oh, this is how we did it on the blue team, you guys are going to miss. And so, you know, if, you know, say you're trying to win a game and and your, your family or your team, you know, you guys do um, three hops straight and then two hops to the right. And then they throw the ball and whoo, you win. But on his team, you do four hops straight and then three hops to the left and you throw the ball. If you guys are running different plays, you're going to miss each other. And who loses? Both of you. Because now you guys are both on the purple team. So it's not the red team losing or the blue team losing. It's the purple team because you guys are the new team. And that's what you have to keep in mind um, when you're in a relationship. You have to have some grace for each other. Because just like when you get on a new team, you're learning new ways of doing things. You're understanding new thought ideologies and um, ways of comprehension as far as, you know, how they process their emotion, how they deal with disappointment, how they um, deal with fear, and vice versa. They're learning how you deal with disappointment and fear and all of those things. And so you can't just say, well, this is too hard. You don't do it the way that you know, my family did it, or you don't do it the way that I do it, so I don't want anything to do with this. Remember, you're you're creating your own team. So it's no longer your red team or his blue team. It's you guys' purple team, and you guys have one shirt color. And so, again, as you're trying to process how to deal with in-laws and you know, besties and siblings and, you know, favorite cousins. Take those steps. Number one, you know, as a spouse, you address your family for your husband or wife to make sure everyone knows, hey, you know, when my wife comes through, you know, you don't talk like this, you don't you don't come at her like that. Or when my husband rolls through here, you know, he at the family picnic or the family gathering, you don't talk to him like this or you don't look at him like this or say these things to him. And then secondly, you have to voice your opinion. If someone is saying, oh, oh, she doesn't have anything to say, this is my son right here. Then uh, you say, um, no, excuse me, I do have something to say and love. <laughs> um, or we can get we can get about it, you know, if that has to happen. If it has to go down like that, because some families are like that, sometimes you have to, you know, just let them know. You know, you're not going to walk all over me. Um, no, on Sunday, we're not available. We already have dinner plans, but you guys are backing each other up in that. Um, it's not fair as a spouse to, 
you know, say for uh, for myself as an example, if I'm going in and say my in-laws said something to me and I try to stand up and defend myself and then my husband's like, no, no, listen to my my mom and my dad or my cousin. Uh, it just messes the whole thing up, you know, or same thing for me. If I'm, you know, my husband's coming in, he's like, oh, no, you know, we're going to be uh, we're just doing family only, you know, our house only for, you know, this this Sunday. And I'm like, oh, no, no, let my mom, let my dad do this. and Or no, you know, it just says basically, and I'm preaching to myself, <laughs> uh, but it just basically lets people know like, oh, okay, they're not on the same page and, you know, he's not really running anything or she's not really running anything. So I can kind of do and say what I want. But when, you know, when I say, no, we we can't come on Sunday. And then I had my husband co-sign it for me. Like, no, we can't come on Sunday. Uh, my wife and I are, you know, busy this Sunday, but maybe next Sunday, mom and dad or, you know, cousin or brother or sister. And same thing, if, you know, if my husband says, um, no, we can't come to the that party this Friday. We're going to be doing something just at the house. Then I say, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, honey. Oh, thank you. No, we'll be doing something at the house. So um, we'll try to give a rain check and and make it. Um, number one, that's going to keep a lot of arguments down. But number two is really showing people that you guys are on one accord. You're in agreement on things. And, um, you know, they can't divide you. If people see that they're able to divide you, that's when your relationship gets really, really shaky. So, again, recap. One, spouse stand up. Spouses stand up to your own family for your husband or wife. And number two, as a husband or wife, you stand up for yourself um, with your new in-laws or, you know, uh cousins or um, friends and number three is making sure that you guys support each other um, by not bashing each other in front of family friend and friends um, and you know so you don't add fuel to that fire and just um, uh, the last thing is just giving each other some grace and understanding that you're creating a whole new playbook and you guys are both learning a new game and it takes time to learn a new game. It takes time to learn something that you're not aware of. And, and remember, in a relationship, you're always going to be learning. Just like with technology right now, we know how to use the computer at this time. But in two or three years, software is going to be updated. Um, you know, system change. Some things are going to go out of style some things are not going to work um the feel of things will be new and so you have to take the time to learn how to use this new software computer or internet um same thing in relationships you if you have an apple um or really any type of computer or phone you know the updates are constant on apps 
they're taking, they're debugging um, and improving. And that's what you have to do in your relationship. You're constantly debugging and improving. And even when you handle a little situation with your in-laws, it can be handled. But remember, like <laughs> your your everything is evolving. There's nothing that's stagnant. Nothing stops. So even though you may have come across that one issue of, oh, they're always talking about me. Well, you know, maybe they stop talking about you, but it's another thing. Maybe someone gets sick. Maybe, um, you know, you and your spouse kind of have a little falling out with one another and, you know, they're making some shifts. You just know that everything's evolving. So nothing's ever just a thousand percent solved. Um, so just keep growing, keep trusting each other. Um, and, and as you find yourself arguing or fearful, leaning and try to understand. And right now, I mean, you can't see my hands, but I want you to put your two hands up and then open your fingers, spread your fingers apart and just kind of start putting them and intertwining them, you know, just locking them. And that's what a relationship is. You're coming in and you're locking and trying to become one and allowing each other grace along the way. So that's what I have for you guys today. I will not find um, a poem. I think I'm just going to read this. And this is actually in, in the Bible. And I'm just going to read this. And a lot of people read this at their weddings. Actually, three things. So the first one is said, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Therefore, a man leaves his mother and father and cleaves to his wife, and they become one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. There you have it, folks. Keep working on things. Keep improving yourself. Keep loving each other. And as always, be honest with yourself and others. Until next time, check out my other podcast. Be on the lookout for my YouTube channel, Dear Charlotte. And, of course, look for my website, charlottehaines.com. And come back and check us out Tuesdays and Thursdays.